tell us why you love Camp Bonfire? I love Camp Bonfire because you get to be grown-ass adults while doing shit that you did when you were a small-ass person. Yeah. Yes. Boom. Boom. Which <laughs> t-shirt. Put that on it. <laughs> Give me one! Give me two! Campers is here, it's a summer camp-themed podcast where we reminisce about the stuff that we missed, about the best summers we ever had. And there will be reflection and lots of introspection and a great selection of guests that will stop by. So grab a glass of bug juice, relax, and say hi to both your hosts. We're Julia and Sammy, your podcast family. We're going to start the show. Hello, happy campers. Hey, everyone. We got a fun episode for you. We're really, really excited. This episode is going to be different than our usual episodes. We're not interviewing one person because... We went to camp! We went to camp! Adult camp. Um, If you remember, in December, we had Jacob on from Camp Bonfire, and he told us all about life at Camp Bonfire. And we were hooked. Yeah, and we were obsessed. And so June rolled around, and we... We packed signed our up, bags. <laughs> signed up, packed our bags, and rolled on to Camp Bonfire for a weekend, and it was so fun. It was heaven. We had such a good time. We made so many friends. We learned about ourselves. We learned about what it's like to be a grown-ass adult at camp. Yeah. And I think what we really wanted to like kind of figure out was whether or not it, it would like feel like camp as opposed to just like a bunch of adults in the woods especially since we have such a specific thing of like what camp is slash was based on where we went to camp and the fact that it was all girls and you know we were 9 to 15 and could it translate could we create that same sensation in a different place in a different place in three days with people we didn't know and guess what it's a yes it's a yes it's a huge yes we had such a good time and we like bonded with our bunk mates and our we our made counselors. our counselors it was fun to like be a little kid again and want to like have your counselors like you yeah and to you know talk to campers who had been to the camp before so you felt like they knew more and you were like you just wanted to hear their stories and you wanted to make your own memories but it was also like a relief that there were like that we were not children like we didn't need to be taken care of and there was no kind of like reliance like I didn't need to rely on my counselors for anything it was just kind of like we're here I know how to take care of myself but I can also participate in all this super fun stuff and that's it was so fun and we can't recommend it enough and there's another session in September and you should all go for 100%. sure. 100%. I'm telling all my friends. Yeah. Everyone needs to go. We can't go in September. We have a previous engagement. My sister's wedding. But and she would not change the day. <laughs> Ugh. But like we would definitely be down to go next year for sure. Like it was. I want to go back and I want all the lovely people I know to come with me. Right. It was so great. So should we start with getting there? We got there. Oh boy, did we get there? We got there in different ways. Yeah. I'll talk about my way. Yeah, do it. So coming from New York City and heading to the Poconos, I signed up for the camp bus. 
much like you know when you are a little kid headed off to camp so instead of meeting at the Coles parking lot in Westchester where my camp bus used to leave from I left from 37th Street in Manhattan uh, and I just you know I took an Uber to the camp bus because <laughs> it was really far west and the subway doesn't go that way had a lot of stuff had obviously I overpacked for camp as I as I do there's no like convenient way to pack a sleeping bag so no, my sleeping bag was <laughs> giant yeah um and I knew that I was going to know no one and that it was going to be a great chance for me to kind of just dive in so if I was going on a car ride or a plane whatever I would you know I'd download some movies I'd, I'd figure out what my kind of like media plan was mm-hmm. for those couple hours we all do that but I just decided oh I'm just gonna you know right off the bat make a bunch of friends and have a great time on this bus i how'd it go it did not go as i envisioned i had some real performance social anxiety and totally reverted to nine-year-old you know self and felt so intimidated by everyone found out that people had gone to the camp before knew people and i knew no one everyone and was, was so just kind shy. of greeting each other yeah and i got so awkward and i shut down and then I got on the bus and, you know, sat alone because I you know, wasn't confident enough to be like, can we sit together? And I just eavesdropped for three hours <laughs> and everyone seemed great. But I was just too intimidated to talk to them and they'd introduce themselves sometimes. And that was really nice and sweet. But then I wouldn't know what to say or how to carry on a conversation. So then I would just start looking down. So that was kind of my experience. And then I finally <laughs> fell asleep. And then I arrived at lovely Camp Bonfire. Um, my experience was a tad different because I was coming from DC and there is no camp bus. So I drove myself and I had a little bit more of a chill experience. I feel like I just listened to a bunch of podcasts. You didn't spend the whole time freaking out if you'd make friends or not? No, I did not. I just, I just listened to my podcast, but it, it, to be fair, it was a very long drive. It was almost five. It was like four and a half hours. It was real long. Um, so by the time I got there, I was pretty tired. Um, And then, but here's what I most remember about arriving at Camp Bonfire. First was that Julia ran to me when she saw me. I was like, because I got, for a second on the bus, I like forgot that like Sammy was going to be my friend and that was like a built-in friend. So I was just so relieved when she physically showed up and I was reminded that I wasn't going to be so afraid the entire time. She ran at me. And then what I remember is that I was super into the fact that we were there for the podcast and Julia was like really pumping the brakes. I was like, please do not come on so strong. Let it be the third thing you say, not the first thing you say when we meet new people. Yeah. And so we actually um, sat down right after we got there and we recorded some of our thoughts. So please enjoy that. Tell them about our cabin so far. All right. So we walked into the cabin. Guess what it's called. Guess what it's called. (laughs) <laughs> I know what it's called. I'm asking our listeners. Hey, listeners, guess. Ready? Okay. It's called <laughs> Cabin Cheyenne. Yeah. And now, when I hear that, all I think about is that Reba McIntyre show, because the character's name was oh, Cheyenne. Oh, her daughter's name and was Van. Cheyenne? Yeah, she got pregnant. It was With Van, Van who is now Kev on Shameless. Oh. Yeah. He's cute. He's great. Um, 
so walked into the cabin. I introduced myself. I said hello. No one else introduced themselves. But hopefully we'll have like a bonding well, session later. In with a straight up hello, <laughs> like way too loud. Because when before a couple people just left before oh. you walked in, and it was very like hi, nice to hi. Well, hi. I was trying to like be friendly. Um, and then, uh, it was really dark in the cabin cause it's really overcast. And so Julia turned on the lights and then we kind of were like, yeah, the light should be on. It's really dark. And, then and was like, Whoa, with the lights. <laughs> and I was like, I just want to respect everyone's space. Um, and then, uh, Julia and I are sharing a bunk bed. I'm on the bottom. She's on the top. We're both cool with it. And, uh, we, we each have our own shelving system. And I was like a little protective about yeah, it. Yeah, I tried to put some of my stuff on Julia's shelf and she was like, no, you have your own on the other side of the bed. There's that whole thing about you share a space, but then you have an area, so you need to protect your area. Yeah, I didn't bring anything to hang up in it, but fun fact, I did bring my original camp sheets. They're blue and white striped with teddy bears on them. You have to get pictures on the gram of this. <laughs> um, and then, yeah. Oh, there's a lot of overalls, a lot of great overall style here. Oh, it's like a camp thing i guess people are and uh right now we're sitting next to what i believe is the baseball slash kickball diamond we're shocked by how like well located our bunk is yeah it's like right next to the soft growing up at our camp it was real far away also the bunks are real a lot nicer than our bunk ever was i think i only turned on the lights just because i could because <laughs> we have. never had electricity um all right, so these are our first impressions. A lot of Tevas. I'm seeing a lot of Tevas. I'm, we're both wearing sneaks, but I, ca I have, like, fake Tevas. Um, so, yeah, hope you guys are enjoying the enthusiasm in our voices. <laughs> uh, hopefully I'll make a friend who's not Sammy, and then that will give me self-confidence again. You will, you will. All right, over and out. Hey there, it's Julia and Sammy. We're hanging out in a special hammock area. Reporting to you from a hammock. Reporting to you from a hammock. I'm standing. Sammy's in the hammock. Uh, we just signed up for our activities. There are four activity periods here at Camp Bonfire, and it was very exciting and also very stressful. Sammy, would you like to comment on it? Sure. So what they do have is all these huge, um, they're like giant clipboards with all of your activities available on them. And then everyone just like stands around and writes their names on them. And, but it's kind of like, it's kind of hard because it's like you have so much choice and they all sound so fun that you're like, how do I even, you only get three activity periods. So like, how do you make a choice? So for example, I want to do high ropes. Julia is not into high ropes. It's just not my joint. It's not her joint. And so she was like, I don't want to do high ropes. And I was like, well, you should do something else. But then Julia was also like, but I want to challenge myself. And I was like, well, that's a good thought, but you don't have to. This whole thing is about like doing what you want to do. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, well there's four activity periods. So like one of them, I should challenge myself, but then it's like, oh, I have to give up this thing. So I think I'm just going to, it feels like it's pretty flexible. So like if I get the nerve to want to do it, I will. But so far I'd like to share my schedule that I'm excited about. Okay. Okay, uh, I'm going to start off activity one with a thing called spicy kickball. I don't know what it is. Do you know what that is? I have no idea what that is, but I do know that the kickball field is literally 30 feet from our bunk door. <laughs> I'm also doing spicy kickball for my first Not activity. looking for a commute to our first activity. <laughs> then next, I think Sammy's going to head to high ropes, but I'm going to do boat tag. Yeah. Uh, I signed up for boat tag, even though there were the 20 spots that existed for it were long filled. <laughs> and so I'm like number 30. So I assume I won't be allowed on the water, but I will try because they said it. Basically, it's just people out on boats throwing ping pong balls at each other. I will say that many 
moons ago when I was a sailing instructor at Camp Walden, uh, there were days where there were no winds. And so my co-counselor, Nicola, hey, Nicola, I know you listen to this podcast. Nicola and I made up a game called Boat Wars, which sounds a lot like Boat Tag, uh, wherein we just brought sailboats out into the middle of the lake and then tried to tip each other's boats, and it was super fun. Mm. So I think you're going to have a good time. Next, I'm going to do Capture the Flag with a foam sword. Me too. I'm also doing that. And then what are you doing on Sunday? On Sunday, I decided I'm going to dip into my more artistic side. You guys don't know this about me because I'm insecure about it, but I do draw and paint sometimes. And so I'm going to do charcoal drawing. I'm excited. A very talented artist, and it gives her joy, and it gives other people joy when she makes beautiful drawings for them, and they get to frame them and put them up in their room, like me. Uh, As of now, on Sunday, I'm doing Hungry Hungry Hippo, Giant Hungry Hippo, which I assume is like a interactive game, and, and then it says, and other games. So I think it's just gameplay, but who knows? By Sunday, I might want to do the... Book binding. Bo- no, not book binding, but maybe like yoga for your inner child. There's an activity called book binding that I really want Julia to do because she told me that she needs a notebook only for happy camper stuff. And so I was like, look, perfect activity, book binding. And she said no. Okay. Also, another thing that just happened that you guys did not know about is we made buttons for ourselves in a button making machine. Uh, And Sammy's coming in real hot with everyone we meet, letting them know right off the bat that we are podcasters. Uh, I'm like, you know, introduce it a little later, play hard to get or just be a normal person (laughs) before you become a podcaster. Uh, But again, we look like crazy people because we're talking into little microphones on our hammocks. Um, But yeah, so I made a button that said Julia. And then they asked us, they asked everyone here to also write their pronouns, like, but I forgot to put mine, uine. Uh, the she, the, uh, she, her. she, her, or he, she, or, or they, or one, one girl just wrote girl, and because she didn't get it. And then they were like, well, if that's how you identify. Uh, but yeah, it's really interesting and inclusive, and it's cool. And as just looking around, I see people of all different ages. Uh, there's some groups of, you know, a couple people. Some people looks like they, we heard rumors that some girl met a boyfriend here, but he can't come. But we're going to try to track her down to find out, you know, how their romance developed. Also see if I can find my boyfriend here. Yeah, we're all on a, some hunt for love. <laughs> um, yeah, and then Sammy also made us make <laughs> buttons. Okay, make, I know, I know. Let's say Happy Campers Podcast so that people will know exactly who we are and why we're here. So after we signed up for our activities and we kind of had like a little bit of mingling time and downtime, um, there was a big opening ceremony, which was great. It was fun to sit and be a part of this big crowd because we had no idea what was happening. But some all the other counselors had all the counselors had been there before and a bunch of the campers, too. So it's fun to be a part of a tradition where you're kind of learning it. But other people, you know, are invested. Yeah, we sang, they taught us, there's like a camp song they taught us, we sang that. There's a, a big part of, of camp that they have is kind of this thing where like, you know, we're all adults, we're at camp, we may want to touch each other. And so they had this thing about enthusiastic consent, which was like... It's a great policy. It's amazing policy and we should all live our lives by it all the time. Um, and it was this thing where it was like you need to have verbal... Uh, physical and continuous consent if you would like to touch one of your fellow campers or counselors. Um, So they did like a whole skit about that. 
Um, and the directors, Ben and Jacob, like really, you could tell when we were, they were talking that like, this is their passion project. Like, you know how this podcast is our, our passion project. They like so deeply love Camp Bonfire and like the way that they spoke about it. They were just very much like respect the space, respect each other and have a great time and it's going to be a great weekend and it was jake and i met at a summer camp a long time ago we were children we'll tell you some stories about pranks it'll there'll be nice stories um, and we we honestly believe that summer camp is a little slice of utopia that people need and deserve so thank you for being here of joy and togetherness and inclusivity that's not always easy to find in the world and so we just want to thank you in advance for for being a part of that um so after opening ceremony we went back to our bunks and they had this thing where it was like you your bunk and the bunk next to you they called it a neighborhood and so we met with our neighborhood yeah which was great because there were maybe about like eight girls in our bunk so when we combined you know we had we had a whole crew and then we had two counselors Mm -hmm. and it was a it was kind of you know everyone sat pretty close together and our lovely counselors led us in just getting to know you introductions yeah um a big focus of camp of camp bonfire is a large talk as opposed to small talk and so they kind of we split up and we did these games that were kind of like if you knew one thing about me you would know blank and like that kind of they weren't like the kind of getting to know you games that we played at camp which were like purely based on knowing people's names yeah i mean there's this big emphasis of like we don't have much time together but we really want you to make a genuine long-lasting connection and the way to do that is to just skip to large talk right and it's not about you know what your name is where you're from and what you do but it's more you know what's your life philosophy and what's important to you at the end of the day but i will say that actually doing it that way made me learn people's names a lot quicker than like trying to do a memory game with people's names yeah so i you know everyone i met i learned your name hopefully um so then after that we did we went to dinner it was barbecue chicken yummy and we sat with our bunk so you didn't have to freak out about who to sit with who you would sit with and then um after dinner we went back to our bunks and uh we prepared for cabin olympics which we were really really excited for yeah uh so the big thing that we had to prep before we arrived at cabin olympics was a skit and this was uh, this was great because it just brought us right back to our uh, our, our camp days. days. Yeah, and uh, we reflected on it later at the lake. So we'll give you we'll yeah, give you we'll, snippets of that. We'll give you a little clip of that. Um, so oh, but the whole point of the skit was to introduce our neighborhood to the camp. Yeah. So that that was kind of the premise. Um, yeah. So please enjoy this clip of us by the lake after the whole night. After dinner, we went back to our bunk and we made a whole, we got ready for um, Camp Olympics and we made a whole skit with our team um, and we called ourselves the Pregnant Pauses and like really guys, our skit went over so well. Um, So we did this thing where we, um, uh, we, we called ourselves the pregnant pauses, like a band, like we are the pregnant pauses. And then we picked three songs that have the word baby in them. And we sang all the way up to just like the chorus or whatever. 
um, up to the word baby, and then when we got to the word baby, we stopped and pretended like we were thinking, having a pregnant pause. Haha. -ha. I'm part of you indefinitely. Boy, don't you know you can't escape me? Boy, don't you know you can't escape me? Ooh, darling, cause you'll always be my. Ooh, darling, cause you'll always be my. And then. Um, this one girl who we nominated to be the mama figure, she wore this big white um, skirt. Yeah, like floor length. Floor length skirt with a lot of like frill. And then each time, we did this three times, each time we didn't say the word baby and instead paused, one of the girls in our cabin <laughs> would crawl out from under her as if she was giving birth and she'd make the sounds like she was giving birth to, like, this fetus slash baby camper. camper. And they would come out and they would say one of the, the three lines from Camp Bonfire song, which is... Camp Bonfire invites us. Camp Bonfire inspires us. Camp Bonfire adventures us. And then we did so much. So much. And <laughs> when we finally performed it... At the Camp Olympics that happened a little later, Sammy was wearing a sleeping bag, <laughs> has her outfit, a beautiful knapsack that she's been getting compliments on. People are remembering her name because they're like, oh yeah, <laughs> sleeping bag. bag. Oh yeah, sleeping bag Sammy, of course, which is hilarious and needs to be her nickname forever. Um, but yeah, so she said so much and she tried to pull her to leg kick. out, tried to do a kick, but she <laughs> she like flipped over in her sleep sleeping bag I in front of the I full like 120 campers. I just, the grass was wet and I just did, I just wiped out. It was a grand finale indeed. But our counts, I did it like right at the feet of our counselor Lee and she literally just like hustled me up and she was like, you okay? We're good. Everyone's okay. fine. We're good. We're good. And we nailed it. We nailed it. And also like our skit just went over really well because, uh, it got a, like laughs in all the appropriate places. Yeah. And, and people, you know, treated it seriously and listened as we sang songs. So, so good. So, Julia, uh, we've talked about, we actually are talking about it this week on the podcast, which, mm, or a few weeks ago, we'll say. Um, you said, like, one of your favorite things from camp when you were a kid was kind of doing what we just did, which was coming up with some kind of skit and scenario and working it out and then doing it in front of the camp. So how did it feel to do that in this adult scenario? Yeah, it's nice to reflect on it now because it was, a, like I said, the it was really fun to get up there and perform in front of the camp, but it was so entertaining for me to be it was so interesting and entertaining to be a part of the process of coming up with the ideas yeah. and like executing it. And so I think because it was all happening and I was like, oh, my God, wait, I forgot. This is like the thing I love. I definitely did a lot of observing yeah, you did. Um, and not a lot of like, oh, I want to play that part. I'm going to play that part because it was just so fun to see people like volunteer or be whatever it was. Just because we're doing the podcast here, I'm like very wary of like being too, too much or something like that. Me too. I feel that way, too. But which is why when they were like, you should be the mom. I was like, no. Also, it was so funny because I was like, yes. I'm, and I like didn't even back you up there. I was like, Sammy, I want to see that so bad. I want to see you give birth to these little campers um but okay so things i've taken away yeah so like that was cool having a different role there um but yeah in the performance like i definitely just took a very back seat for that. Uh, but it was so fun um so then after the skits we had camp olympics which were made up of four more or maybe it was three i think it was four more 
three more activities. So the first one was four more. There four five more. In total. Four. So the first one was um, we performed our things. Performed our things, and then the second one was uh, paper airplane throwing. Yeah, that was um, for me. That was tough, partly because it's, like, misting. It's, like, very damp here, and it's just, like, not easy to make a, a good crisp paper airplane in the damp. Um, and then the third thing was the Snow? rock, paper, scissor yeah. oh, that tournament. Was amazing. Yeah. It was really fun. Oh, my God. You can explain it. it so fun. rock, paper, scissors tournament. We actually played something like this when I was a counselor. I've never played this, and I want to play this all the time. We need a big group. But it's basically – so basically it's like you go around and you play uh, rock, paper, scissors with just everyone. And then whoever loses um, becomes a cheerleader for the person who won. And then they go find someone else to – play rock, paper, scissors against, and then eventually you get down to only two people. And then they play each other, and then they win the whole final thing. And the whole thing is, like, you don't even... I don't know, it's natural and unnatural, but, like, you don't even, as yourself, the person who's playing, or the person who's, like, rooting for someone, like, you, you're not even allowed a second of, like, oh, I lost, yeah. or, like, or, like, a chance to, com like, to sit in the failure of a loss. Instead, that, like, nanosecond that you feel that, it's, it's after that, it's like, and yay to this new person who I was just rooting against. Yeah. But it's also that it's, like, something so inconsequential, like rock, paper, scissors, where, like, it's pure luck. You win it in a second, yeah. or you don't, and then you just, you move on. Um, and then the fourth thing we did was... Uh, if only we could expand that philosophy to, like, things that we think are important. Yeah, true. Um, and then the fourth thing we did was the snowball fight, which was kind of weird, but <laughs> I mean, like really cool, but like kind of intense to be a part of, uh, but basically it was like, they had all these, um, cotton, big cotton, like balls, like pom-pom balls. And, um, they threw an equal amount on each side. And then it was basically like that game get your trash out of my yard or whatever that you played when you were a kid where it was like you were trying to throw as many of the snowballs to the other side as you could and then the team that threw the most onto the other side won it was just me i just was like scrambling around i got hit like a butt i got hit in the face <laughs> yeah it, it, it hurt. It's just i just like i don't like those games where they involve like scrambling to throw things i just don't love it um but like people do yeah um and true. then the last thing was trivia where i messed up and gave the wrong answer for one of the things but it's okay yeah i Oh my god. No one provided the right answer. So really. I'm not great at trivia. So whatever. Um but then another team uh won and you know they were happy but no one was like rubbing in anyone's face. Yeah, it was it's like chill to go to adult camp. Everyone's just like whatever they want to do. It's I mean it's camp. Like yeah, it's so this campy. It's so camp. It's so camp, but it's like in the best way. Yeah, it's like it, I, I've been having funny things of like, oh, yeah, I always want to be a camper. I want to be a camper. I want to be a camper. But it's so funny because I'm having a little bit of that feeling of like, oh, it'd be kind of cool to be like a bunk counselor. <laughs> like, I... Someone told me. I don't she know. Was like, it was Catherine. She was like, you're going to be working here next year? And I was yeah. like, no. No, she you definitely like, will. <laughs> yeah, she was like, you're just, you're an excellent leader. And Aww. I was like, thank you. It was like a really how nice cool, How cool to get that from someone who doesn't know you. No, me at all. I know. They just, yeah. It was great. Yeah. Um, 
and then after that we had the huge bonfire which uh we're gonna we talked to some people there there was a lot of singing sammy got s'mores she loves s'mores i do love s'mores okay hey guys we are hanging out by the bonfire with our new friends q and carly i saw them earlier by the bus uh, but uh, they, I thought they looked really cool, but I was still really nervous to talk to people. <laughs> they so are really cool. They are really cool. Alert. So we're just finally making contact, and First contact. I feel I feel a little happy that the contact has been made. Uh, so we're going to chat with you guys a little bit about what it's like to be a couple at adult camp. Uh, I'm going to let Carly start. Oh. Um, Tell us about the cookie you received this evening. Well, it was very romantic. <laughs> we split up into girls' and boys' cabins. So we had not seen each other in a while. I was at dinner with my girls' cabin, and Q just came up with a chocolate cookie for me, and it just felt so sweet. Like I was 13 again, and a boy was coming to talk to me, even though we've been together for 10-plus years. It was great. Q's just nodding his head over here. <laughs> right, we had a chance, too. We, well... Is this your first year? It is my first year. Is this your first year? It is not my first year. Okay. It's my third year. Okay. I had never had the camp experience before, um, but I kind of understood what it would be about. And um, I've seen movies, and it's kind of like the movies. Yeah. Yeah. It really is like the movies. What are some of your favorite camp movies that oh, inspired here? You know, Wet Hot American Summer. Yeah. Um... We can uh, porkies, meat meatballs. Meatballs. Meatballs, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, meatballs is a good Pear, one. Pear <laughs> I've never seen that one. Oh, I've never seen that one. Okay. Uh, yeah. yeah. Which what is camp the... does it take place at? <laughs> oh, uh, our camp camp wall. <laughs> That's already been mentioned on the pod many times. Sammy's letting everyone know. Oh, you can't forget heavyweights. Heavyweights. Yes. heavyweights. I love that movie. That's a good one. Uh, Q, what activities are you most excited to do here? I'm really interested in archery. Ooh. Let me tell you why. Hello, yeah. Katniss Everdeen over here. I, I, I haven't fired an arrow in probably about... 25 years. Okay. Um, when did you? Yeah, when was last year I, I made arrow? I made an, uh, a bow and arrow when I was a kid growing up in uh, in the city of Camden, New Jersey. Uh, no, no, no such activity was there for me to partake in, so I had to do it myself. But interestingly, I have a like a mental screensaver when I'm when I'm in idle thought. The thing that loops over and over in my mind is this this like basically gif of me like pulling an arrow and letting it loose hundreds of times and a day. And you're just a kid when you, yeah. picture, when you picture yourself doing that? It's you I don't know. I, I, I always just adult. see my hand. I just oh, see okay. my hands. So it's... <laughs> It's so this is this happens hundreds of times a day, and I'm finally gonna gonna get to fire okay, an arrow into find, something. We need to find you tomorrow to find out what it's like, yeah, how it like if you're changed. I and really hope it meets expectations. Oh God, so do I we. Get a bullseye, man! First try. You've been mentally you preparing for this for a long time. <laughs> it's like it's like when you play that. PlayStation, like landing a plane game, and then you like think you know how to land a plane. <laughs> Question for you, Carly. Uh, so, as you were getting on the bus, I saw you reconnecting with some of the friends that you probably made here in the past three summers. And I was listening to you guys chat, and I heard people being like, "Oh, did you bring this? Oh yeah. Oh my god, that reminds me of like two. No, that was one year ago. No, two years ago." And I was like, "Oh, this is amazing. That idea that you know." I know you said you went to camp as a kid, yeah. but now this is a camp that you have 
it's not just a place where you know you go one time like you have these shared memories and this tradition so what what is that like as an adult and maybe did you keep in touch with some of these people when you moved back to New York yeah I mean it's it's pretty special as an adult I don't think that happens in life in most places and I have more camp friends from here than I ever did as a child in camp um, I, it makes me wish that I lived in Philadelphia, where so many people here are from. But there was a good contingent in New York, and I um, definitely kept in touch with people. And it's always really exciting to come back and see the same people every year, and and to sometimes not see the same people and be like, "Where are you? Why aren't you here?" Uh, it feels really cool. Oh, so this is what we were talking about when we were walking over here. Was that so? Like tonight's the first night. Everyone's just kind of like feeling each other out and like getting to know each other and. Everyone's very like they'll approach you and they'll talk to you and or oh, or not. Some guy came up to me and he you know, like and started talking about yoga. Yeah. Oh no, that happened. Yeah, I mean a lot of things have happened, but oh, he just goes, "Hey, you look so," and I'm like, "Oh, he's gonna say familiar," but then he said, "Friendly." Yeah, he did. So I was like. <laughs> That's lovely. It was so lovely. Um, yeah, people are just like want to chat, and I don't even mean like because we're the podcast. So it's like most no, people don't know. Probably that at in all. spite of that. Yeah, like, <laughs> they just like will come and hang out, and it's awesome. Oh gosh, bugs, bugs, oh, there's bugs everywhere. Classic. Okay. And I love how I remember they were giving us a spiel about no candy in the bunk because yeah. of critters and all that. And in my head, I'm like, yeah, I don't want bugs. No one in this bunk wants bugs. <laughs> but then I remember that I like have some candy. And then that was, and then they were like, well, you can check your like candy or your spit. No, they literally said like dietary, you know, things being yeah, like, you know, if you need your gluten, you need whatever at the nurses, like in the nurse's fridge. And I was like. Uh, okay, so for those people, and then I was like, okay, so then I just throw out the candy, and then I, you know, uh, the, and then on, you know what I did, like, hell no, I didn't throw out the candy, I need my candy, so it's like right by my bed, so like, obviously, tonight we're gonna have critters, and it'll be my fault, because I'm addicted to candy, also, another thing, you know, podcast listeners, you know how much I love Diet Coke, um, I don't think there's any soda here, and you know what? There's so much coffee. There. I'm okay with it, because I think, um, yeah, because I've replaced the Diet Coke coffee. with coffee. Yeah. True. Also, it's so fun in our bunk to, like, have people talk about their sleeping, like, like grown women talking, being like, I wake up at this, like, I wake up at 4 a.m., what? I can, and then there's, like, breakfast, breakfast is at 8. sleeping anxieties. I'm really afraid that someone's going to be a real bad snore. Oh, afraid. It's just a given. Like, just this idea. I earplugs, though. Just this idea that we, um, are going to sleep in a cabin with a bunch of women is, like, hilarious and great. All right, I, really, I still need to shower, and it's like eleven forty-five. Okay, so let's wrap we're getting this up. yawns. Um, I signed up for—I didn't sign up, but I told myself I'm going to do yoga before breakfast <laughs> with a group of people. So, got to be there with my friends. I'm not going to do that. All right, over and out. Spoiler alert: I was the one person who snored in our bunk, <laughs> and I did not make it to early morning yoga. True. Okay, good morning, Saturday morning. It's Julia and Sammy, your podcast family. We just left our bunk and we're walking to breakfast. Sammy, how did you sleep? Uh, okay, it took me a very long time to, like, settle myself. Tell them that you took a night shower. I took a night shower because I got marshmallow in my hair. You're the only one in the bunk to do this. Uh, but I couldn't do it in the bunk, so I had to go to, like, the bunk, um... Or the shower house that they have, which is 
let me tell you, a million times nicer than any shower house we have at, oh, at really? our camp. Yeah. Hey, Candy. Um, and then I just came back and tried to, like, settle myself and go to sleep. But I had one of those nights sleep where, like, fell asleep for two hours. And yeah. then I woke up and I felt like I hadn't slept at all. Totally. And then I fell asleep for another two hours. Then I was like, did I sleep? I don't know. Um, but I, you know, the last... From, like, 3 to 8 a.m., I slept pretty solidly, so... That's good. Yeah. Um, right before I went to bed, I did not... <laughs> oh, my God, we're about to walk by all the people doing yoga. I'm sorry. Okay. This is Julia reporting on her night of sleep. <laughs> Friday into Saturday. So right before I went to bed, you know, I was on the top bunk, which is a big thing for me, because as a kid, I always chose the bottom bunk. But now I realize top bunk's more fun. Mm -hmm. But right before I went to bed, I, I had the freak out of, oh shit, I'm gonna topple over. <laughs> That's just gonna happen, but it'll be fine. I'll probably survive the fall. So I'm heading to bed, and then I get a little flashlight in my face. Are you awake? Are you still awake? I didn't do it with a flashlight. Oh. I gently whispered. <laughs> a gentle whisper <laughs> from just, Sammy. literally was like, are you awake? Okay, gentle whisper, and I go, yeah. And then she goes, good night. And I go, and I just give a little kiss. And she goes, and it was like a very nice way to go to bed, for sure. Um, and then I just kind of took in the room. I just kind of took in the room from above, and the smells and the sounds, and the little bit of light that was coming through. It was great. And then um, then I had an anxiety attack that I wasn't going to sleep. But then I like did. I opened up my sleeping bag so that I had more room, so it was almost like a duvet instead of a cocoon. That's a good way to do it. And then I learned, oh, this is comfy, this is fine. Then I freak out if bugs were going to attack me. I don't know if they did. They probably did. Then I took off a couple layers, like took my pants off, <laughs> took my pants off, trying to figure it out. Um, and then I kept waking up every couple hours. And then at one point, I really had to go to the bathroom. I convinced myself that it, that would, you know, if I did that, I would be able to sleep. Mm -hmm. But I didn't want to make the, the rumble of coming down the... Um, from the upstairs, yeah. so I just held it in for like five hours, and it turns out I definitely had to go. Okay, going to breakfast. <laughs> okay, so after breakfast, we had two activity periods. Um, the first one, we went to Arts and Crafts, because we, it was the morning, and we were still waking up. And we, we both still like, had coffee. We, yeah, we brought our <laughs> coffees, we just like casually strolled in, like, mm-hmm, this is our bliss. They called it the Arts bliss. and Crafts Palace. Arts, I think originally we were supposed to do kickball, yeah. but we were like, <laughs> we were like let's kind of just chill. <laughs> um, so we had a great time there, and then the next time we went to, we walked over to High Ropes, because that's something I was really afraid of, and I wanted to, you know, right at the start of Saturday, conquer my fears here and then we decided to just make the most of it and kind of travel around to as many activities as possible there's a little basketball in there and a little bit of archery and uh, we brought our recorder so enjoy clips from from our morning of activities so i'm about to <laughs> okay guys julia is about to go on a giant swing let me see if i can describe this for you there are two huge posts and then I'm there's so scared <laughs> and then there's uh, like cable, two cable lines that come down from each post and they connect in the middle and then they drop down and then you clip to a harness. We clip Julia into the harness. I never did these things and I never wanted to. We clip Julia into the harness and then they run and lift her up. I'm not going to do that because I fell down the last time that I ran. And then... <laughs> 
Woo! And then they unclip her and she swings. It's a giant swing. <laughs> but it was fun. He loved it. Do you want to? Are you having a good? Yeah, I think I'm gonna do. He loved it. All right, so here's what's happening right now. Julia is getting clipped in. <laughs> I'm, getting, I'm getting clipped in by my friends. Real nerves. Okay. I'm just gonna put a foot in that bottom step right there. Just a foot right here, like like this. Yeah, like there you go. Yep. Just pull yourself up just high enough that I can pick you in. Yep. All right, she's off the ground. I'm safe in. Yep. Okay, I'm coming. She's sitting in. Sitting. Sitting into the harness. I need to move out of the way so she doesn't hit me in the face. Everybody's watching. Okay, so then there's this rope that comes is attached to a tree. And then everyone pulls the rope. I'm with the podcast, guys. And then <laughs> they yank her up. <laughs> Here we go. They're pulling her up. There she goes. smile on her face. She was terrified. Okay. Good. Do I do anything right now? No, I'll just wait for you for you to slow down just a bit. I'll be quiet. Julia, you just did the giant swing. How do you feel? I have a big smile on my face. Huge. Um, this was successful. It didn't require a lot of arm strength or, or climbing, climbing, which yeah. are the things that usually deter me from high wooden sports. Um, but I feel really good. Like, I just ran a marathon. Um, and they pull you up really high. And that was the part where I was like, are you okay, yeah. okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I start cursing really loud. <laughs> I'm very vocal with my curses when I get scared. Uh, and then the release was so great. And it was... Very simple and fun, and I feel accomplished. You instantly had a huge smile on your face as soon as you were cut yeah. cut loose. Yeah. So now we're going to... Oh, I don't know what's happening. Uh -oh. uh, and I didn't die, which is really good. Didn't die. Uh, Amazing job. I'm so proud of you. Okay, Sammy and I just finished a one-on-one -on -one game of basketball. A little pickup, unorganized. We had a good time. And before that, we played horse. Julia killed me in horse, but I killed her in basketball. Mm -hmm. Basketball as in one-on-one. One-on-one basketball, yeah. Um, it was really fun. I mean, like, we were just walking past the basketball court, and we were like, wouldn't it be fun if we just, if there was a basketball and we didn't see one around, and then we found one, we were like, let's play a little pickup, and it was great. It was great. And before that, we saw a hip-hop class activity happening, um, and we watched them do their routine, and it was awesome. Yeah. And it's fun They're to gonna do it in the talent show tonight, I think. So. Yeah, but it was super fun to just kind of and relaxing to just observe and watch. Um, what else have we seen? People out on the boats. Yeah, we walked a little. They walked around their lake, um, which was cute. We like and, that. And um, now we're checking out archery. Yeah. To see if people are still playing. Um, like they are. And there were plenty of people in the hammocks just reading or. You know, sketching, doing their thing. Yeah, We're seeing right. a lot of old school iPods, 
So that's taken us back to 2003 because mm -hmm. people don't have their phones on them. So instead they've got their little MP3 devices. Um, I'm fighting the urge to steal a golf cart. I really want to, but have not yet. I wonder yet. what would happen. Like we would just be like... Shout out to Danielle on the Pranks episode. Followed our bliss. Yeah. Okay, we're leaving archery. Sammy just clicked into full counselor mode as she taught two girls proper form, and they really improved on how they were doing. <laughs> how did it feel to dip into counselor mode as a camper? Well, it's not my first time that I did that this trip, but uh, it's felt good. Oh, I just mean that during the, the skit, when we were planning the skit, that old thing where, like, I have the loudest voice and I know how to, the, you know, the beginnings of the songs it just kind of came out of me. <laughs> and I sort of became, like, the de facto non-counselor leader. One, one of the women told Sammy that she's going to be a counselor here next year. <laughs> yeah, she did. Um, but, yeah, it was, uh, it was fun. It was good. I just wanted them to succeed, so I just gave her a little tip on the archery. Excellent. Okay, going to get our water bottle. So after after our two activity periods, uh, we had lunch, which was a cookout lunch. Yeah, it was a fun picnic lunch. The food was great. Chat Chatter was great. Let me tell you, those hot dogs were like some of the best hot dogs. They were really good. Um, we actually ended up sitting at a table with two counselors um, who were like two of the best counselors, I think. Um, Sammy Alan. and I like really liked being friends with the counselors. Yeah, we did. It was like it felt a little bit like when I was a camper and I like idolized the uh, counselors. We hang out with counselors. We're just hanging out with the counselors. So, yeah. But like it's also weird because we're all adults, so <laughs> like whatever. But like shout out to Alan and Allie because we had a, a nice convo um, during lunch about the podcast Invisibilia, which mm -hmm. great. Um, and then after lunch we had rest hour where both of us fell into a deep nap. Oh, God, did I nap. Good morning. Hey. Good afternoon. Just woke up from a delightful nap, if you can't tell by my voice. We did rest hour, and we did it in a real way. <laughs> we rested, man. Um, I feel really good from the nap. Like, like it's part two of the day. Oh, I still feel very sleepy. But now they have us going to a pool party. Mm -hmm. So I'm just trying to snap right into it. But actually, the best part about that nap is that we went to sleep, and when we woke up, it was sunny out, which is delightful. <laughs> because we have a pool party to attend, but also because it's been very like damp and cold and rainy. And now the sun has decided to make an appearance for the pool party. And honestly, I, I haven't been too bad out of shape about that, like wetness or kind of just like no it's actually been nice but sammy keeps being like when is the sun coming well it's actually been nice because it's not been like too hot too hot right that's me but that's my vice at camp hotness but i did want the sun for the pool party and now it's here so thank you we gonna get rowdy. to the big lady upstairs gonna get rowdy at the pool party pool party i'm like considering eat, uh, drinking one of those Cologne coffee things because I feel like a small zombie right now, but hopefully I'll wake up. Yeah. Well, um, cannonball. Cannonball you later. Bye. So after rest hour, 
We had a pool party. And the sun was shining and the pool was alive. It was. Um, we didn't, I think we had the recorders, but we didn't really use them because we were afraid of getting them wet. Yeah, but we made some great new friends. Yeah. Um, we made some, we actually, we met Emily there. Emily's awesome. She's my neighbor. Excited to be friends with her in New York. Yeah. And she, she went, actually had like a very similar upbringing to us and went to camp. And so we like had a, a nice time chatting with her. There was and a she lot came of, totally alone and yeah. she was having such a great time and meeting people easily. So that kind of gave us hope that like, even if we had come alone, it would have been okay. Yeah. I think it totally would have been yeah. okay. And she was loving it. Yeah. It was great. She's so fun. She was so, f- and we hung out with her for like the rest of camp. Yeah. She was uh, real fun wish we met emily earlier yeah we do um <laughs> earlier than like halfway through our first day <laughs> where were you um and then we but the pool party was great there was a dj chill and there was he was playing a lot of kind of like mm-hmm. chill reggae music yeah there was some synchronized swimming yeah some people some were doing some synchronized volleyball swimming. Stuff and do you, going on. you know those um those like air sofas that you try to like fill them up with air and then roll it up really quickly there was a lot of attempting to do that it took a, a lot of effort sammy and i spent most of our time um just you know putting our toes in the water i got in oh sammy got it okay <laughs> yeah. i spent most of my time putting my toes in the water yeah and then right at the end they're turning it was like five minutes left of the dance party last sorry, song the pool it was last party, song last song yeah so of course i was like i'm in you know started dancing started dancing and at the finale of the song everyone's like and then we jump in the water yeah so we all and jumped I, in yeah and it was like yeah why not get wet for the last two minutes of the party? <laughs> two minutes and then we <laughs> but it was great it was an epic to go moment change. um it was it was really great the pool party was super fun it was only like an hour but it was just like chilling by the pool it was the only time the pool was open. And Sammy the whole time. and I have our own, you know, built up resentment against camps with pools because we think <laughs> because that we're lake we're, we're lake, lake swimmers, people, we're just yeah. lake people. But uh, this was a really great use of the pool. Yeah. Um, and then after uh, the pool, the pool party. party, sorry, uh, was arguably I think our favorite activity, which was oh yeah. Uh, capture the flag with swords so it's kind of like larping live action role play yeah and we got really into it we had an amazing instructor and we've got some clips from that as well right sammy here did you already talk about it a little bit so we just played um capture the flag with swords and it was like kind of this fantasy thing where like if you were hit by a sword you had to like act out your wound wherever you were hit and then you fell down and you died for 60 seconds and then you got up and you walked back to your flag it's like traditional capture the flag except yes. that you with, had these like, with battles. larping live action role play right and it was super fun i had a great time yeah and i ran a ton and it was fun to meet people doing that yeah it was awesome and uh it was right back to the days of capture the flag some people were so intense about it and others were like eh, i'll battle you um but it was really really awesome um i get really into it when i have the actual battle and a couple people were commenting on my facial reactions yeah you really acted it out i killed julia twice i just died a very noble death in capture the flag with foam swords people told me that my facial reactions were golden okay bye uh-huh. Sorry. I, I go big on the defense in my fights, and I don't know how to do the attack. That's, that's where I lose. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it was great. A lot of rolling around in the grass. Pretty sweaty now. Yeah, and um, I'm going to take a shower. I hit those showers. Huge, which is huge for me. Hitting it. All right. Over and out.
Oh, and then also the other thing was that the counselor, she was awesome. Her name was Mel. She, she would scream at us, what's the greatest honor? And then we all screamed back, to, to die, die well. And it was great. It was super fun. Screaming is really fun. It's very cathartic, I yeah, think. Definitely. Um, yeah, so it was real fun. It's continuing with this tradition of, like, there are no losers. You win, and then everyone celebrates, but you get to celebrate the winner. Thus, you are a winner. Yeah, absolutely. Um, oh, wait. I, I think you did, and I did. I, like, got the one, the one time my team won around, I was the one who got the flag. Oh, like, the well, first time my team won, I got the flag. Um, we're winners. Pretty cool. We're winners. That never um, happened when I was a kid. <laughs> I was always the one that ran for it, but I never got it. So I had a good like alley oop, like the girl was going to get it, and she had it, and then I, uh, she died, but then I grabbed it from her. And That's what I did. Like hell. That's what I did. Oh my god, amazing! All right, capture the flag. Classic game. Bye. Bye. So after that activity we showered up and went to dinner dinner was thanksgiving dinner it reminded us of our camp because we had thanksgiving lunch every sunday it's so good it's so good so good and then we headed off to the Anyway, that same really supportive energy existed. Yeah, and you were just there to cheer everyone on, and you were you know a bunch of people were performing who had never performed in a talent show before, mm-hmm. so it was like a, you know overcoming a fear for them, and they were excellent, including me, including our very own Sammy Moskowitz, so who did a great job, a great <laughs> job. So there were there was a bunch of stuff. So, um. A couple of women from our neighborhood did um, a little lip sync to You're the One They Want from Greece. And it was really fun, and we found out that they had actually been preparing for this for months before. And it showed, because it was, it was like, perfect. Okay, I'm out here. It's Julia. I'm interviewing my bunk mates, my neighborhood mates, <laughs> about uh, the rehearsal process for their big act for the talent show. Would you guys tell us about it? So we came up with the idea. We came up with the idea. All right, I came up with the idea <laughs> months ago, and um, because this is your second time coming this together is our to camp. Time, yes, we did not participate in the talent show last year. Talent show, I've never done one, so it's kind of on my bucket list. Yep. So at my age, I thought it was time. Um, we were very good about getting the music. We were good about getting costumes but not so good about getting together and choreographing what we needed to do. So um, that's what we spent uh, two o- probably two hours, mm-hmm. close to two hours. Most of this afternoon. Most yeah. of this, yeah. We missed activities in the afternoon to try to get our act together. Our friend Kai did animal impressions, and they did a loon call that was really good. Okay, Kai's about like. to do a loon for us. That was great. Um, people did, uh, like the camp director, Jacob, uh, did an original poem. They, uh, people did um, original songs. There were three people that sang songs that they wrote about various points in their lives or like things going on politically that were so good. <laughs> they were really good. Um, and then I sang Jack and Diane by John Cougar Mellencamp. Sammy got the whole camp singing along. She brought her guitar up on stage. Oh, 
happen. Um, uh, yeah, and oh, and then everyone danced, and there was like a whole um, there's like a hip hop crew. Thing. Yeah, that was great. They, there's just this infectious energy in the uh, what would you call it? that space? Well, like uh, I don't know, stage. Room. Yeah, on the stage, it was like open air stage theater venue. Venue. Great venue. word. Great word. And it was like very well designed. I really liked it. Um. <laughs> Yeah, honestly, as someone who I I don't, I mean, you would think since I have this podcast that I love, you know, getting up in front of people, but I, I don't love it a lot. This was definitely the venue where I like felt very comfortable because I knew that no one was judging me. Yeah, they created a safe space and yeah. Sammy knocked it out of the park <laughs> along with all the other performers. There. Everyone was and amazing. My favorite thing about the space was when it was really quiet right before someone did their performance. You could hear like what was it crickets or yeah like you could you could hear like, like water the, bugs yeah, yeah 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 it was very um, serene the the it was right on the lake the venue so it was it was really nice something that I thought was so cool was later on we all ended up at the camp dance and getting to see you know even if, if I hadn't spoken to that person at all I immediately wanted to go up to them and be like hey that was such a great performance right I'm so glad you did that thanks for sharing that with me and the rest of the camp. So those people became like camp celebrities. It was very cool to watch. Yeah. Including Sammy. <laughs> um, and then after the talent show, we went to the camp dance. Epic Rager. Epic, Epic Rager. Rager. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, it really was. It was just like, it felt like something out of a movie meets like middle school dance. Meets, I split like, my pants doing a dance move. Yeah, Sammy committed. <laughs> At one point we were uh, like on the floor dancing and slash stretching. Yeah. Uh, and it was just, uh, it was very freeing. It was also like there's a DJ. They had a DJ. Yeah. It was up on this big basketball complex that they have. That's like four basketball courts. Adorably it was oh, decorated so well. They had a photo booth. The food was great. They yeah. They had like guac and chips. It. They had a uh, yeah. They had another campfire where you could make more s'mores. All, we always appreciate a s'more venue. Um and everyone just danced the night away. Yeah, and it wasn't that thing of like I think about camp dances and it was like Ugh, I have to uh, who's my person I'm gonna grind with here we yeah. go. But everyone was just like dancing on their own and feeling themselves, and then these group dances, and then solo dancing. Yeah, and it was a really good environment. Uh, and yeah, and, it, it, and that's when it started to shift into like bittersweet mode of yeah. like, oh god, it's the second night of camp, but, but it's, it's also the last night. Yeah, and I'm on the verge of tears because yeah. I'm gonna miss all my new friends. Um, and we actually made some new friends. We talked to At the dance. Yeah, yeah, we talked to Jen who she went to camp as a kid we asked her how she came to camp bonfire and like her camper from when she was a counselor brought her to camp bonfire and she found us at the dance and was like are you guys podcast girls i got a story to tell yeah so we, love her. we loved her so here's our chat with jen okay hey uh we're at the camp dance with our good new friend jen and she's from upstate new york and she kind of just came up to Sammy and I, and we're like, you guys are the ones with the podcast. So it feels good to not be an intrusion on people's lives, but instead, you know, a, a small celeb sighting at the camp dance. Um, will you tell us about what brought you to Camp Bonfire and what camp you maybe went to as a kid? 
Yeah, I went to Camp Waimoko. It's in upstate New York, um, like an hour east of Buffalo. And one of my friends who's actually here, and we've gone all three years, she invited me. She found out about it online, and she was a camper in my first cabin when I was a counselor. And then we got our other friend Shelly to go, and she was a camper in Holly's cabin when she was a counselor. Like three so. generations yes. of camper-counselor relationships. Yeah, so we all worked on staff together at one point in time. And so. how, are you, how have you liked your past couple of days here at Bonfire? awesome like I said this, this is, is my third no it's my third year so oh, I've been here since the beginning. beginning yeah so that's, every year okay, is so, really different oh that's what was my literal question was how is it different yeah. what do you how what are your thoughts feelings about how it's like evolved since you first came I think it's interesting because it's kind of become like a regular summer camp where like you're psyched to see your friends come back and like see the same people and like you get really excited you know in the fall when the like registration stuff comes out and you're so psyched about it and you do like the countdown like you did when you were little and all that stuff. I'm sure you guys know this because as campers, former campers, yeah. whatever. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I don't know. Every year has been really different because it's been different groups of people. And I feel like I get different things out of it each year because I come into it with like a personal goal of what I want to achieve there each summer. And it's been different each what year. What did you achieve so. this summer? Would you share your personal goal with us? <laughs> Um, well, my general one is that I just want to meet more people this year because I kind of laid back a little last year and kind of just did my own thing because that's what I needed at the time. Yeah. But this summer I wanted to Amen, self-care. Right? Yeah, right? But this summer, yeah, I wanted to meet more people and be more outgoing, and I've met some really awesome people. Like, I have every year, but this year, is, you know, I kind of put myself out there more. So it's a good time. Great. Will you, will you be back next year? Absolutely. Absolutely. I might be back in September. We'll see. Yeah, really? so this is, just for our listeners, this is the first year that I think yeah. Uh, yeah, Camp Bonfire is doing two sessions, so one in June and one in September. Uh, so, yeah, it would be interesting to see who, who doubles up in the summer. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot of people that usually come during the summer that are going in September, so that's kind of the motivating factor for me to yeah. see, like, my old friends, I guess, yeah. that I haven't seen since last year. Because, like I said, we don't live in the area, so we don't get to hang out like the other campers do in the off-season. Yeah, because so we're feeling like a lot of people are from Philly here, right? There's a lot of Philly and then a bunch from New York. New York, too. Yeah, but upstate. Okay. So we're not close. And they do, like, off-season hangouts and stuff, but we... It's like seven hours for us to get there so we don't really do that. Jen's turned the tables on us and now she's kind of asking us to reflect a little bit which is important. Um, so my two my two takeaways so far of why I really love Bonfire you know in comparison to any other experience I have had as a camper uh, one is this freedom of like they don't tell you what to do. It's all about what you're feeling. And like Sam and I planned out a whole day on Friday for what we do Saturday. And then boom, it was like, wait, how about instead of kickball, we, we start with arts and crafts. And we kind of just like lean into this. And then like, and then everything just got so much, it started off chill. So then we had this adventurous day afterwards. And the fact that we had the freedom to do that and not feel like we were getting in trouble for like making a different choice. Because our camp was definitely really structured, so and this is amazing. But now, you're amazing. A but now and so it's now like, oh, because yeah. I kept being like, oh, why can't our, I wish our camp was more flexible? Then it was like, no, it's because we were children, and yeah, we needed it. You we, were needed talking, it. we were talking to uh, Q. I don't know if you met him. He's awesome. But yeah. he, we, we were talking. He didn't go to camp, and we were like walking to dinner with him, and we. Were, I was like, yeah, we had breakfast inspection, three activities, lunch, rest hour, two activities. That was like ours. Yeah, shower hour, dinner, evening activity, bed. Like, like that's very every, structured. Every, every single day, and he was like, I can't imagine being forced to do that. And I was like, we weren't forced. We were nine. Like, what else were we? Yeah, gonna do and it was better time? than school, which yeah. was like was just like, as forced, and there was homework. With our friends, and we were away from our parents. Like, what else did we want? Nothing. Yeah. 
Uh, but this is also like part of what you were saying is that like in the second activity period today we literally went to like four activities. Yeah. That's we, we wanted to get a taste of everything. Yeah, we, we just like went around and did everything and it was so fun. Yeah. It was great. And the, the other thing is we had this lovely thing at our camp that we that we all still talk about today called honor system and it was about respect and treating others like you want to be treated and you know asking permission and all these things which was like that was supposed to be all encompassing and it did work and it does work and I love it but I don't think there was that like other element of like challenge each other like to just like talk and live and and connect with each other and safe space and like you could say anything and that is acceptable and like we are here yes. to open like and that's probably again because we were nine so and ten and, yeah, like, like, and like and like didn't know didn't what it meant to really connect to and like yes. yeah so it's just, I guess it's just things that probably were not feasible at a younger age now being like wow camp can be even like plus if you're you know have the mental capacity to, to care so I was talking about to Kai about this and we were talking about how the environment here is like so like come as you are be who you are and like no one is excluded for the, any possible yeah, and it's reason celebrating that not being like okay you can do that thing it's like right. hell yeah you're doing that thing right but it's also i mean like i said this before but this is the first time that i've ever been asked to like identify my pronouns and i'm They're like really big on that and it's awesome it's great is that just this year or all the years all the years like if for our cabin activities we did that like introduce yourself like hi i'm jen she her and so that way there's no guessing there's no you know people put it out there right at the beginning and it's very inclusive like i know a lot of places say they are but i feel like this is truly the only place that is this inclusive. I was saying it's the yeah. most inclusive place I've ever been. Also, it so really cool is. that they've done that all three years because I was like, yeah. oh, I felt like that yeah, became a so thing that I've been hearing up. about more this yeah. year. But the fact that three years, that's amazing. But so then what Kai was saying was like, because of that like mentality of like, everyone is inclusive, everyone is celebrated, that like a very specific kind of person is drawn to that group, that, that kind of environment, which means that everyone here is like, cool and chill and awesome like you're not gonna come here if you don't like what any of those things so that that's i think that that's so cool right around the campfire there were a lot of really serious conversations going on that you could not have in like the real world yeah and people were talking about like politics racism religion but i mean like having a really good time too so it wasn't all just serious but like people were genuinely listening to the other person's point of view and listened to it before they responded and no one was like attacking each other they're like oh i see your point of view that is really interesting here's what i think and like that does not happen in real life i mean it, in some places maybe but it was just it's especially just not with like strangers like you don't walk no, up someone you don't know and you're like please tell me your political views and I will listen and take them in and then respond in a respectful way. That's just not how it happens. No, that's exactly what happened last yeah. night. People yeah. were like, hey, I'm Jen, what's up? Um, what do you think about the racist issue yeah. right now? Like, yeah. I don't know, Donald Trump, whatever. But yeah, so there was a lot of that going on and I thought that was really interesting. Yeah, it's yeah. awesome. So we all made it back to bed. We all slept. And then the next morning we got up and we went to breakfast and it was pancakes. Pancakes, baby. Um... And then after breakfast, there was kind of like there was a long period of downtime where I played a lot of ping pong and you went out for like a paddle on the lake, but it wasn't an official activity. Yeah, but it was really relaxing and nice. Right. You you had a relaxing time, but I played the best game ever. So I was playing ping pong with our new friend, Emily. <laughs> Hold on. Not only Sunday morning ping pong. And 
kind of a crowd gathered around us because turns out that Emily and I have excellent ping pong chemistry. And um, so we were like just doing a little volley, whatever. And then Emily was like, do you want to play around the world? And I was like, yes, which we played this at camp when I was a camper um, with like found objects because there was only two ping pong paddles. But here at Camp Bonfire, there was numerous ping pong paddles. What? So around the world ping pong is when um, you have two lines of people on either side of the ping pong table one person hits the ball to the other person and then runs around and joins the line on the other side and then you know the the person on that side hits it back and runs around and joins the line on the other side and so then when you mess up and you lose a point that person's out and so the group gets smaller and smaller and smaller so emily and i were totally for this game but it took a little while to get it off the ground but once we got that people understood how to play we had a huge group of people playing and it was so fun we had a bunch of counselors jacob and ben were both playing with us yeah um we and it was and it's such a good game because part of it is luck and so like it's not like if you're emily won like six times but also it's just like if you're not like an amazing ping pong player it's okay you just have to hit one at a time um but then you have to run and we probably played like I don't know, eight to 10 games of around the world. And it was so fun. And it was such an organic thing. Like it was just kind of like, we got it off the ground. Once people figured it out, they really wanted to play and then everyone could play. And it, there's no limit on how many people can play around the world. And it was like one of my best moments at Camp on Fire. I'm so happy you had that experience, Sammy. <laughs> that is, um, the word I'm looking for is FOMO. <laughs> the fact that you had one of your best experiences and I just was in the middle of the like chilling by myself. Um, okay, this is Julia. I'm currently in the middle of the lake on a little red kayak. Got bugs biting at my arm. But other than that, it's beautiful. So Julia was so relaxed. Uh, be relaxed. Be relaxed. And I was playing around the world ping pong. And then we had, um, I think we had two activity periods. Mm-hmm. Uh, we went to play this game, Stones, which... Oh, this was, <laughs> this was a real... Julia was not a fan of. It's basically bocce. I loved it. So if the and Stones everyone, guys are listening... Yeah. I really enjoyed it. Honestly, everyone at Camp Bonfire seemed to love this game. <laughs> it just and wasn't Julia's thing. In that moment, whatever was going on, like in in my head, like it just wasn't my bliss. It's okay. So basically, Stones is um, it's like bocce, bocce ball. Bocce in the woods. Yeah, it's like bocce ball, but there's a course involved in it. It's kind of a cross between, I'd say, golf, disc golf, and bocce ball. Um, so we played that and, but the only thing was that there were teams. We were on two teams. We were playing against Kai and Roz and then Julia and I, and then Julia three holes in was, there were only five holes. So it wasn't that big of a deal. I announced, I announced, everyone kept saying, God, this is is the best. This This is is the most fun I've ever had. (laughs) And then in my head, I'm like, wait, how much fun am I having? (laughs) And it wasn't a ton. (laughs) And I realized... It wasn't her bliss. This isn't my bliss. I'd rather just uh, sit in a hammock alone. And so at at hole three, I gave (laughs) Sammy a heads up that that's how I was feeling. I know. I pouted for a minute. She did not like this. But then I I got over it. And then, yeah, she got over it. And then by hole five, 
I was allowed to follow my bliss. No, you left at hole three and then I did two holes by myself. Okay, so after hole one, <laughs> I let everyone know that yeah. I was not Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's okay. I pouted for like two minutes and like maybe one hole. And then after that, you were like, this is my last hole. And I was like, okay, it's fine. Um, and so she left and... They continued the game. They had a great time. We did. I didn't lose by too bad. Um, and... Trust me, you would have lost by more if I was there. <laughs> it I was, was not good at the game. It either. was fine. It was fine. Um, but it was a fun game. You should guys should check them out. They have a website. I don't know what it is, but... Stones. <laughs> check it out. Stones Phil- I think it's Stones Philadelphia. <laughs> so we just went down to the... P- it's it's a pond. I I don't care what anyone says. It was a pond. It was a what beautiful are other pond. people calling it? A lake? A pond lake. It was, it was a complete it's a pond. pond. It was a pond. Um, so we went down to the pond and we um, just hung out. There were a bunch of people down there. And the lake, it was actually so hot by that point. I remember being really, really warm. And the pond was so refreshing. It was really, really cool. And it was like a nice way to end our time at camp bonfire um so we went down to the pond we just paddled around gives you different perspective to see everyone from you know the middle of the pond yeah there's a like a sandbar in the middle of the pond wasn't there Mm -hmm. i didn't go to it but you did i made it um and then after that we went to closing ceremony which was basically the same as opening ceremony but the closing version of it also we had changed as people we had um but it was basically um it was basically just kind of a wrap-up of everything and thanking everyone we did a camp picture yeah people shared their experiences of like you know some cool large talk that they had had or or ways that they changed or something they were going to take back with them into the world yeah and we um all signed our counselor lee's Mm t-shirt we lovely um, oh, and then we all exchanged info so we could right. keep in touch. K-I-T. K-I-T. And uh, we got an email uh, maybe a week later that was inviting us to the Facebook group. So we're members of that now. So we can really official keep in contact with whoever we want. Um, and we, but the closing ceremony, like Jacob and Ben got a little bit emotional. Because they worked so hard on it and then it all happened so quickly. Yeah. And I think, uh, I think everyone can agree that it was really successful and really positive vibes the whole time it it really was so let me ask you a question yes sammy it's been two weeks since we have been to camp bonfire uh-huh. by the time this episode airs it will have been three. Oh my god um <clears throat> how like looking back and reflecting on your time there like what was your what was your best part what was your bliss like how have you thought about it in the past two weeks yeah, since so we've done it i would say first off i've thought about it and i've talked about it a lot a lot a lot kind of like when i came back from sleepaway camp after two months and i wouldn't shut up about it or i related everything back to camp mm-hmm. uh i felt this it reminded me of that sensation that i had you know in august after camp each year mm-hmm. uh when i t- you know talked to my roommate or to friends like oh my god let me tell you all my great camp stories and things are funny, but, like, they're also funny in context. Yeah. Um, and that whole thing of, like, relate. Like, I just related. Oh, that's, like, this one time at camp, yeah. at adult <laughs> camp. That's, like. Um, and it was just it was just such a heightened experience 
and I'm really excited to continue the friendships with the people that I met there, whether they live uh, near me in New York or whether they're in other parts of the country and we'll visit them or we'll see them at Bonfire next year. Um, the other thing is feeling like I have a bit of ownership over this camp because I spent time there uh, and I got experiences from them and I contributed experiences. So I feel like uh, I want to see it grow. I want other people to share in it. I want to expand it and bring my friends in. Um, and I just feel very thankful for it and I can't recommend it enough. Um, and that's that's how I'm feeling. What about you, Sammy? I completely agree. I definitely like talked about it and brought it up i told a lot of people i was going before i went and so then when i got back a lot of people were like how was adult camp and i was like let me tell you that's the thing is like but it's different than when i came back as a camper because a lot of people it it really was a thing where like i would come back from camp when i was you know 11 12 13 years old and trying to explain it to my friends from school and they genuinely had no interest yeah and and you could just see the kid like the, the eyes roll over like right. nope like they just didn't want to hear about it whereas here or like in this context going as an adult people people wanted hear. to know yeah. about it yeah and so they, they wanted to go if they wanted very easily so there was this whole thing about how about like there was just a, a major difference between like telling people about it as an adult because they genuinely wanted to hear about it. Even if they thought it was super weird, they wanted to know. Whereas I definitely felt like when I was a kid, I was talking to uh, like my thoughts were falling on deaf ears for <laughs> sure. Like no one cared at all. So you only wanted to talk to your camp friends because they're right. the only ones who get it. Exactly. Um, so there was that whole thing. But also I just I really felt like. I had I've thought about this a lot when I was a counselor was that like um when I was a counselor I always slept very well when I was at camp and it's because my mind was so at ease like even if I was stressed about what was going on at camp like just my general day-to-day -day life was easy and happy and I I felt a little bit of that while I was at camp on fire mm -hmm. like I didn't sleep particularly well but that's only because I was just like in a new place and like you know what that it was a different not sleeping well than like my mind is unsettled like I felt like kind of at peace I felt like I'm only here for this specific reason to have fun and it was like it was our job to be present to right be in the moment to have fun to exactly it. yeah and so I would just say like camp bonfire it's a special place and like honestly we met so many good people these are good hearted interesting passionate people yeah sign up because you have to just to put yourself in that situation for a couple of days exactly like whether you go alone whether you bring people with you you know it's, every, everyone is ready to have an experience everyone is welcome there and i think that that is like the number one thing that and makes you really it. feel that they don't yeah, just like you, write that on it right and then, uh, on, a, on a card and then not enforce that like it, it it's every yeah, like everyone literally is everyone is welcome and celebrated not just like tolerated but celebrated celebrated yeah so um that was our weekend at camp bonfire yeah. we know this has been a long episode and we thank you so much for listening all the way through and we also want to give a big thank you to the lovely camp directors at camp bonfire yes jacob and ben you guys are awesome you're super chill but super organized um 
you created this environment and this like special thing and i think as carly called it at one point like this grand experiment of like if all of these awesome people could come and be at camp mm-hmm. and they can and they do and it's yeah it's and beautiful we hope it continues for many 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 years yeah really um so thank you guys thank you for listening and um we're gonna do our social media because we have to yeah <laughs> If anyone's listening for the first time, like even better. Yeah. Also, we'll do Camp Bonfire social media too. You yes. go to campbonfire.com, check it out. Pictures are up there. Not pictures of us yet, but they will be eventually. They're great. Their Instagram is great. Follow them on there. Yeah, it's Camp Bonfire. And um, check them out. Seriously, do it. And also, the earlier you book, the cheaper it is. So do it now, right now. And then our social media is happycamperspodcast.com. And our Twitter is Happy Campers Pod. Follow us on Insta at Happy Campers Podcast. Yep. On the Apple Podcast app, um, rate, review, subscribe our podcast. Thanks for please, listening. Please. Thank you so much for listening. We had fun. We hope you have fun there in the future. We love you, Camp Bonfire. So much. So much. <laughs> One, two, three. So, so much. much. <laughs> Day is done. Go in the sun. We, we out. out. Bum 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 Hearts look great. Pass you, baby. Well, here's my number. So call me, baby. Hey, I just met you. And this is crazy. Well, here's my number. So call me, baby. And all the other boys try to chase me. Hey.